0: to the sharp side podcast i'm your host chas Prada, and joining me to break down nfl what do we got week four no week five week five Week five. awesome tarker you just heard and james Bitter. how we doing guys
1: very good excellent
0: good to hear um yeah uh two two and one on our super contest now i that's that's lackluster it's not where we want to be um
2: Sort of a I mean, bad push. Bad yeah. push with the uh, Ravens game. I easily should have covered. It was a poor, poor managing from Harbaugh, putting an RG3 late. But what are you going to do? Those, those, those games happen. Yeah, should, they
1: do.
2: We should have known we had minus 14. I'm pretty fucked up by him. Yeah, we also should have gotten a better number because 13 and 13 oh. and a half were available.
0: Yeah. Um, it's, t- it's tough though when we're like changing our minds throughout the week. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's, I think we can just chalk that up to It happens sometimes Agreed um, Before we get into things I'd just like to remind you guys to uh, If you're listening on Apple Podcast or, or Spotify Hit us with a follow on Spotify uh, Subscribe to our podcast feed uh, Rate and review All that stuff helps um, awesome. Retweet us you know. We're, I mean we're 12-7-1 On Super Contest Plays this year that's, Those are winning plays um, uh, we're also throwing out we've had like little college football threads baseball threads um,
2: we're college just, football project, sorry go ahead I was gonna say we're just trying to make you money so there's no harm yeah. in listening and if we do make you money just give us a review we got like 10 reviews right now on Apple and we appreciate all of them and hopefully they just keep coming in I mean, hey, throw us a straight
0: a stray retweet here and there. That'd be great. Or reply to our tweets. You guys got a question. You want our opinions on the game. Normally, there's at least one of us three. There's five of us that run the Twitter account. No, At least one person will be able to respond. Absolutely. DM us. I always want to talk, talk a little sports betting. But post-week four, I feel like week four is kind of boring. Either that or like so much random COVID news has happened that it's just felt like a year has passed. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, maybe it's just been a long week for me. But um, any takeaways? I don't really got anything.
2: Um, Congratulations to Bill O'Brien for beating out Adam Gase for the oh, first yeah. coach fired of the year.
0: That sucked. I hate Adam Gase.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it definitely should have been Gase. Definitely should have been Quinn. Um, I'm – I don't – I feel bad for the Texans, uh, just because Bill O'Brien really destroyed that team. Uh, he, I think, he's a wor- much worse GM than he is head coach. He's actually had some very winning seasons in the last five five years, including some decent playoff runs. Um, but in terms of GM construction and building the team, that team is destroyed. They've now they own both of their draft picks this year to the Dolphins. They lost Hopkins. They lost Clowney. Future doesn't look bright for them, even with Deshaun Watson.
0: I agree. Um, i I feel like I'll get into this a little bit later, but and eh, might as well talk about it now. Deshaun Watson's not been good this year. In fact, I'd say he's been bad. Like he, and as much flack that Bill O'Brien deserves for being a bad GM, um, I, he's not running into the sacks that put them put them into into like third and twenty-two situations. You know, I don't think he's a great play caller by any means. I don't think he's a, he's aggressive enough, but. He did take him to the playoffs, what, three years in a row? I think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sean it Watson's not been cheers. good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's crazy how how, uh, how much this has shown how good DeAndre Hopkins is just because, like, Sean Watson looks nothing like the quarterback he was last year without his best player. So
2: Completely point, agree. Completely and agree. agree.
0: And, hey, this will show in my, uh, my favorite player of the week, which I say we just get right into it. Let's do it. A, that's actually a great segue. I'll start things off here. The Jags are the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to Houston, who will have fans. Uh, Jaguars are getting six points. They're plus 230 on the money line in the total city and at 54. And I love the Jags this week. Uh, they're my favorite play, number one play. They will be a super contest play.
2: Wait, Chaz, um, what is your, what's your record on the super contest plays? Just so I oh, know.
0: 4-0. Sorry, I want to make sure I'm in the mics so everyone can hear that. 4-0, perfect record, and that's going to be 5-0 after this week because the Jags are winning this game outright. Um, I feel like the normal reaction is to back a team um, when their coach is fired just because there's like a motivational boost. But there, I don't have the exact numbers, but they're, they're actually uh, – below 50% against the spread. I got it. Normally, normally because you're betting on bad teams when a coach is, uh, when a coach is fired. Um, and the Texans are not a good team. The Jags rank above the Texans in DVOA. Uh, I think this Texans offense will continue to struggle. Um, I, once again, I expect Josh Allen to have a good game. I really wish there were sack props because I would have hit my Josh Allen one sack last week. But um, uh, props I'm looking at, I think Minshew rushing yards, uh, if he gets out of the pocket, and I love James Robinson props, rushing props. Um, even if the even if the Texans do win this game, I think that Jacksonville will be very live for a backdoor in this. Um, like I was saying before, I think Deshaun Watson looks wor- way worse than he did last year. Um, Bill O'Brien isn't Bill O'Brien isn't there, and I mean he took over the play calling. But what we're supposed to trust, Romeo Cornell? He's a defensive mind, and he's coached, and it's not like he had success as a head coach aside from. I believe he, uh, he had a one good year with the Chiefs, and then the next year he was fired. And um, yeah, last week they that we saw the Jags lose to uh, the Bengals, but they were putting up all the yards, and then they just couldn't convert in the red zone. and I expect that to change uh, this Sunday. I think they were four or five on field goals with two touchdowns, and they had like 450 total yards, some somewhere mm-hmm. around there. But yeah. My number one play is Jacksonville Jaguars plus
2: six. I love it. I you hit on a lot of the points that I was looking at as well. Um, to you were looking for the trend. Uh, it's fourteen and twenty-two against the spread in the first game with a new head coach. Beautiful. I was expecting it to be a positive trend, as you said, a motivate motivational advantage, especially when it seemed like J.J. Watt was kind of asking for the firing of Bill O'Brien. Um, so that's kind of my biggest fear in this game is that the Texans just come out with the extra motivation, the extra um, just boost from not having the, the Bill O'Brien on their back. Um, but at the same time, Texans have so many problems. They can't stop the run. They still take way too many sacks. They rank 27th in overall defense. Um, Jags are in, have Miles Jack and Henderson hurt. Um, they're expected to be back, but, uh, their cornerback Hayden is expected to be out, which I think is a little, uh, is pretty big. Um, but Jack's have a frisky, good offense. They rank ninth in yards per play. As you mentioned, they left so many points on the board last week. Um, I, my favorite play is the James Robinson prop as well. Uh, that's definitely gonna be a bet of mine. Dalvin cook. Just destroyed the Texans last oh, week. Oh, that was brutal. Yeah, I mean that we was know like, because it was like eight yards a carry. Yep, we had the Texans as a, as a pick. I did, um, and the, they just couldn't stop Dalvin Cook. Every single first down, it was a six seven yard carry, and it just continued every single drive, and they just had no ability to stop him. Um, so if James Robinson gets going, I the Jags are very live. Um, but my bet, my play would be either pass or take Jags money line. Um, because my uh, ex- expectation is the Texans are going to come out hot with extra motivation, new offensive scheme, um, and they could possibly just roll them over or it's going to be the same Texan squad that we've seen the last four weeks without Hopkins uh, taking sacks uh, and Jags are going to win this game. Um, so there, there's my, there's my play. My real play would be the James Robinson rush yards.
1: James. Yeah. I, I lean to the Jags here. I'm, very curious to see how the Texans bounce back after the firing of B.O.B. Uh, go, going back to your guys' points about Deshaun Watson taking too many sacks, they lead the league in most sacks left for game at four. So I'd love some sack props here. Josh Allen, to have a sack? Over three and a half sacks, whatever it is. I think that would probably be my favorite play here.
0: I don't – see, I just don't think they offer that. I wish they did, but
2: mm-hmm. – um, They'll offer sacks. Like team sacks. sacks. Yeah, just okay. they won't offer specific players. Um, one more tidbit: Texans are going to have thirteen thousand fans for this week's uh, game.
0: Yeah, I think that's been pretty consistent with what they've uh, mm-hmm. what they've had. Um, my only thing here was uh, and I don't think this like really matters as much, but it is back to back road games for the Jaguars, so um, I feel like that was like my my little uh pushback on it but mm-hmm. st- still a big fan of this play and yeah. I, I will admit i had to talk myself into a, a couple today but th- this weekend's starting to grow on me so i'm excited to get into it good
2: awesome okay
0: yeah uh a little uh, three three week losing streak for you Oof,
2: sure is yeah but you know it's not how you start it's how you finish and we had a f- pretty weak Start to our season, but uh, I'm ex- excited to turn it around. Uh, can, ex- uh, can I confidently get you to agree that you're going 12 straight? Um, considering I'm one, in say th- yes. considering one and three, isn't that 13? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 12 straight. Easy. It's, it's happening. All right, Let's do it. All right. Miami Dolphins traveling to the San
0: Francisco 49ers. The Niners are nine-point home chalk, and the Dolphins are plus 335 on the money line. The total sitting at 50 and a half. Austin, awesome.
2: tell me why you like the Dolphins so much. I like the Dolphins. Uh, I, I'm still not buying into this Niner squad, especially the injured Niner squad that it is. They have so many cluster injuries at corner. I think I just saw that they had four. Um, they, ha- they still don't have a pass rush ability with guys like Bosa out um, and still other injuries on their D-line. Um, and I'm expecting with their um, lack of corners, I don't see them designing exotic blitz packages. And Fitzpatrick is his best when he's not under pressure. Uh, when he has time and able to make a decision, uh, possibly escape the pocket, it's when he's, kinda, he's actually kind of dangerous. Um, I, I like the over as well in this game, but I'll get to that in a minute. Um, even with, but the, the over led me to think, because even with Jimmy G back, um, it makes this offense of the Niners a little, a little more frisky. Um, but at the same time, I like this Miami offense to keep up with them. Um, they've battled against everyone, even though they've played one of the toughest schedules in the league so far this season, and they've looked good in each game. Uh, they should get Byron Jones and Xavier Howard back, uh, along with two other safeties. Um, so that, that definitely is a big boost to their defense. Last week against the Seahawks, they left a lot of points on the table. I think they could, kicked five field goals. Uh, they had their highest yards per play, which you could attribute that to a weak C- Seattle defense. Um, but at the same time, I just I really like how this offense is playing. Um, which that makes me like the over a little bit more Um, with with the Niners corners out Dolphins should be able to put up points with Jimmy G back and Kittle seeming to be very healthy um, the Niners should be able to score as well Um, but overall my handicap here is I'm not buying into the Niners I don't think they should be nine point favorites Um, I saw them against that Eagle the Eagles last week and even though they had Nick Mullins Bethard, they just didn't look very impressive they the Eagles looked like the better team throughout. Um, even with Jimmy G back, I don't think that's that big of a difference. Uh, he's got a high ankle sprain, and that's a lingering injury. Um, so I expect him to not still be 100%. Um, nine points is just far too many. Um, I'm taking the Dolphins plus nine, and I think they're live to win this game. I, I think I I'll, might even sprinkle some Moneyline action. So, well, Dolph- uh, Dolphins Jaguars
0: Dolphins Moneyline parlay to, to win rent for the month, huh? <laughs>
2: Throwing Tampa in there for the all Florida money line.
0: <laughs> James, what do you got?
2: Yeah, Miami is
1: one of my five likes too. I like the beginning of the week. I'm, I'm coming back a little bit now. Uh, I kind of disagree with Austin on the total. Usually when you like a dog, like a nine-point dog, it's kind of correlated to the under. And I think this one will be here. And it's a one o'clock start on the West Coast. Interesting enough. Every game from what a one o'clock start on last week went under. Uh, so maybe that'll continue this week. Every morning it went over. So a weird trend. But I think that my if Miami wants to stay close to this game, they're going to have to keep the ball, possess the ball. Uh, and I saw Jimmy G's questionable to play. Uh, hopefully think, he doesn't. I think he's going. Although with the way Beathard looked, maybe that's a better thing. He looked pretty good those last two series, but okay. I'm hold
0: on. on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> he was playing against a prevent defense, and he had the inner like, tw- like the in inner twenty yards of the field wide open.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and they were just lining up DBs on the sidelines so that they would keep him in bounds. He was hitting throws. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I like. He did not look special. Would you admit that?
1: I don't think that. Uh, yeah. I Mullins like, looked worse. For, I mean, he for looked cool. horrible. Yeah. For coming in cold, though, I mean, he did what he was supposed to do. That's fine. I'll, I'll give you that.
2: Um, you counterpointed my over. Uh, I realized I got this number at 49. I didn't see that it's all the way up to 52 right now. Yeah. Uh, would not buy it at 52, but I did. So. Uh, no, That's 15 and right. a half. Oh, what? What side are you on? Bet right all nine. I'm looking at fifty-two right now. What the hell?
0: Oh, okay. let me let me refresh.
2: It's all It right. Doesn't matter. I'm looking at fifty-one and a half and fifty.
0: What? oh uh, no, that's fifty-two. You're
2: oh, right. You different numbers. All right, it doesn't matter. Dolphins plus nine, money line. Bet your house on it. Go dolphins. I, uh, go I guess, I, I, guess I didn't really you throw my two cents
0: in here. <laughs> I lean Dolphins. Um, they, they looked good against the Seahawks last week. Uh, they just more bad red zone luck. Um, one thing I didn't like, and I hope this doesn't say something about Brian Flores, but they had a lot of, like, fourth and relatively shorts when they should have been going for it. And when you're a, uh, a definitive dog like that, like that against one of the better teams in the NFL, I think that you should be way more aggressive as a head coach because converting those gives you some positive momentum. And normally those pointless three points just doesn't really like mean much. Um, so I, I hope, and I, I think Brian Flores is a good coach. He seems to always have his team prepared, which is why I like the nine points here. But um, I, uh, that's something I'm going to be kind of paying close attention to.
2: I would agree. Uh, I, th- I think that's a great point. Last week there was multiple fourth and threes, which I thought you have to go for it here especially when you're playing against an explosive offense like Seattle. That being said, I just don't think the Niners have that explosive offense where you have the same fear as I did watching uh, the Dolphins Seattle last week. I just can't deny that the Niners have played no one. I mean, the best team they've played yeah. so far this season is the 1-2-1 Eagles, and Eagles, and they beat them down. It, wasn't even, it really wasn't close. I mean, is it was,
0: that, I mean, are we sure that the Eagles are better than the Cardinals too?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, guess it's a the, toss up between and like the
0: Cardinals lost. I mean, the Cardinals beat the Niners.
2: Yeah, it's it's like they just haven't haven't impressed me at all. And that was against the Cardinals. That was with a healthy, health, fully healthy team. Um, yeah, I I think the Niners are the Dolphins are very live here. It's and really the Niners hard. Niners have a look ahead too, playing a game against the Rams, Rams last week. Sunday night, yeah. You would think actually isn't that much of a look ahead after losing to the Eagles at home. It's it's this is a real get right game for them. Yeah, um, they're they're going to be pretty focused, but that is something to put in, put into consideration.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, moving on, so I will preface this. So James's favorite pick, which we have tweeted out, uh, is the Buccaneers traveling to Chicago minus three and a half. Um, James, you want to give a how about a, give your game prediction on how this is going to go? Even though no one will really hear
1: uh well this line is saying the bucks are the same like the same level team as the colts and i just don't think that's true we saw what indy did last week to the bears dismantled them Indianapolis, they didn't look good on offense and they still won that game technically by a possession but that entire game at no point was it ever in doubt that we were going to cover that two and a half three whatever we got at that i think tampa bay is a really good team their defense is good and I think Foles is so bad. I actually think the Bears are better with Trubisky because he brings running to the table. And, like, another aspect that Foles doesn't have. But he missed so many throws last week. I love the Bucks here. I think they win by seven or more.
0: Watching the, watching the Bucks, or, sorry, the Bears, all it does is it makes me think, like, if Allen Robinson was on a good team, I swear we'd be talking about him like Calvin Johnson. I think he's so good – he puts up numbers with the most horrible quarterbacks ever. He did it with the Jaguars, and now he's done it with the Bears. And it blows my mind. He's incredible. Yeah. He's... yeah. But, yeah, I, I agree with the box. I think they're going to roll. Oh, let's hope so. Go Bucs. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Sunday at 10, we got the Panthers traveling to Atlanta. Panthers are getting one point plus 107 on the money line. The total is sitting at 53 and a half. Uh, I'll start. I like the Panthers. So originally, I I kind of wanted to pass this game just because I didn't w- want to trust either side. But as the w- weeks gone on, which kind of sucks because I've gotten like the numbers gone down. Um, I've come to realize that the Falcons just suck. They're horrible, and it's it, sh- it shows statistically. Like normally, we can at least count on them for a really good offense, but their offense ha- hasn't even been good this year. It's it's average at best. And now with Julio Jones out, it's they're gonna really struggle to move the ball. they they have an ancient one one need half one half need running back and Brian Hill and Edo Smith who both suck, so they can't run the ball. Um, their defense isn't isn't good. Like I can't count on the Atlanta defense to get stops. I'd call it one of the five worst defenses in the NFL. I think the Panthers have been looked fantastic on offense. Um. Bridgewater's look good. They have weapons at receiver. Even uh, Mike Davis filling in for McCaffrey. I'm very excited to see how this offense look, looks when McCaffrey comes back. I think the I the Panthers defense has improved all year. They have a great set of rookies. I think the Panthers D line will dominate this this weekend, and I think they're going to get a win on the road. Call me crazy. I feel like that's kind of just like a public a public kind of take, but I don't know. Also, I I really struggle to to see how the Falcons are going to continue to play for Dan Quinn, especially with like coronavirus. Is it out of the possibility that we see like impact Falcons not opt out?
2: Good point. Hi. I can see that. I, I think I, 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 you hit every point. My only thing is just how much value we lost. This opened three and a half. If we got yeah. three and a half for the Panthers, I would have absolutely taken it. Looking at one now, I don't love it. Um, but the Falcons, are they're, they're very banged up in their secondary. Julio's out. Ridley has an ankle injury. He played last week, but he had zero catches. And I don't know if that's just because Jerry Alexander is a shutdown corner, but zero catches when you're passing the whole game because you're trailing is pretty pathetic. So I'm assuming their receiving core is still pretty banged up. Um, historically, teams that get beaten up on Monday Night Football have a pretty bad next week. Uh, even more historically, Dan Quinn is 39% against the spread in his career as a favorite. That's just an undeniable trend. Dan Quinn is such a bad coach. We've preached this every week that how bad he is and I can't believe he's still there. This just seems like the perfect uh, game where he loses and gets fired. Um, Although I've just been saying this forever. So I just, I can't believe it hasn't happened already. Uh, I'm really liking this Carolina offense, Matt rule, uh, Joe Brady. He's really, it's a lot better, a better offense than I was expecting. Um, Even without McCaffrey, I think, just continuing to prove that you don't need to pay these running backs because Mike Davis is filling up the the, the whole very, uh, very nicely. Um, I don't see any reason to back Atlanta except for the reason of that they have to win a game eventually at home here. This feels like the spot, but I don't see how possibly they can because Carolina just seems like the better team. Um, so I, I want no part of it, but I, I like the Panthers just because I don't ever want to back Dan Quinn as a favorite.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I lean to the Panthers here. I think the Panthers, if this gets up to one and a half or two, could be a really good tease line or just a money line play and like a round robin something. Uh, Atlanta's horrible. Last week, I'm looking at the box score from last week, they were still at gained by 80 yards, even with even having the ball that entire fourth quarter, just trying to go downfield, passing the ball against prevent defense, still a gain by 80 yards. They're horrible. They And they Green Bay got all the way down to the one-yard line, didn't score to start the game. It, that score could have been easily been much worse than 14. Yeah, I've actually been pretty impressed with what Matt Rule's done so far. So, I, it's Panthers or nothing for me here. All
0: right. Uh, anything on the total?
1: I feel like there could be a lot of points. 53 a
2: a so uh, I hate totals now. Every number, Every total <laughs> is just so inflated. But, like, it's probably um, it's probably too low in today's NFL.
0: Um, one more thing that I didn't hear anyone say. Uh, the Panthers have also been really unlucky on the offensive end in the red zone. I expect more touchdowns out of them. Yes. Um,
1: especially against this defense.
0: Which I'm very excited for McCaffrey to come back because, like, that's the weapon you need in the red zone. So, i know. Panthers are looking like a pretty solid team, and I, was, I will admit I was way off on them coming into the year. I thought they'd be a 2-14, 3-13 kind of team.
2: Yeah, I think they all did.
0: Um,
2: looking at the injury report, uh, Carolina has four offensive linemen uh, banged mm-hmm. up, but it does look like they're all going to play. Okay. It actually doesn't look like they're going to have anyone out this week. Everyone is in. Everyone's practicing, so that's a good sign.
0: With their offense, it's a lot of, like, short – um, like short to intermediate routes, so I don't even know if Bridgewater will need that much time too. Mm-hmm. So, don't know. If, I don't know if that's a gigantic negative. I the Falcons' pass rush doesn't scare me. True. Um, yeah, man, they looked horrible on Monday. Yeah. All right, moving on. Okay, Raiders at the Chiefs. Raiders getting 11.5. This this has come down from 14. Um, I thought it was really funny that they pulled the uh, they pulled the game when the pictures of Mahomes dapping up <laughs> Stephon Gilmore came out. But um, yeah. the Raiders are going to be plus 460 on the money line, and the total is at 54.5. Uh, I'll start off. I lean Raiders. Uh, I think the Chiefs will get pretty, like, easy interior pressure on Carr, and when Carr doesn't have set feet, he just kind of sucks. Um, it's, it is a look ahead for the Chiefs because they have uh, – game against the Bills, that's potentially up in the air. Um, And then, but where I want to attack this is the Raiders are getting Trent Brown back, which is really important, and Henry Ruggs to stretch the field, so I think that'll be less players in the box, and the Chiefs have been abysmal against the run, so I love Josh Jacobs' overs. Uh, Maybe like two Josh Jacobs touchdowns and 100 yards, that that could feel like they could pay out kind of nice, but I will definitely have a Josh Jacobs over uh, rushing yards ticket in my account on Sunday.
2: I like it, I like it. I'm, I'm liking the Raiders this week. Um, I you hit, you hit on a couple points there. The biggest thing I like is the how they're ranked 28th in rush defense. I expect Josh Jacobs to have an absolute day, um, especially with Trent Brown back. My biggest injury report I'm seeing here is Rodney Hudson, who isn't practicing. Uh, Mm -hmm. They they need a healthy center, especially if Chris Jones is going to be returning this week because if their car is under pressure, uh, he's definitely, that that pass offense is totally different. Um, That actually makes me like the under a little bit more as well. Um, But I I really like the Raiders. Uh, The Chiefs are, they just want to get out of this game unscathed. They're about to have three games in 11 days. Their offense didn't impress me very much last week. Um, Vegas is going to be, or the Raiders are going to be controlling clock most of the game uh, through their run game. So, clock's just going to continue to move. They're going to have to keep the Chiefs off the field, um, which plays into my under a little bit more. Um, I like Derek Carr's comments after the game uh, saying how fired up he was and how sick he was of losing. So I'm expecting a max-motivated team. And you might think, oh, that's all narrative-based, that every team should be max-motivated. But I'd argue that the Chiefs won't have max motivation for this game considering they're coming in off back-to-back short weeks um, and have a look ahead of the Bills on Thursday. And we, we just saw the Chiefs play the Chargers where they used the most vanilla play um, offense. Um, they did the same thing against the Texans where they really weren't showing much of their offense and really preparing uh, for the Ravens. Um, and I'm expecting that same exact thing here where they're going to just try to use basic stuff. They've, they're very familiar with the Raiders. They know they can beat this team. Um, and they're not going to do too much to show too much for the Bills. Um, so that, again, it also plays into my under. So I think this is too many points for the Raiders. I got at 13. Um, Eleven and a half is a great number two. I like the under. I like the Raiders.
1: Yeah, I I lean the other way. Uh, most of it has to do with since John Gruden took over in 2018, Andy Reid's four and zero straight up and against the spread against him. I mean, these margins of victory: seven, thirty-two, eighteen, thirty-one. I don't know if there's. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a little coaching mismatch here. Even if the Chiefs aren't fully up, I they can still move that ball at will on this Raiders defense. The Raiders have given up 30, 24, 20, sorry, 36 and 30 points. I, I, I lean the other way and i I like the Jacobs angle, but my concern is if the Raiders go down pretty quick, could they give up on the run and try to air the ball out and come back? That'd be my only concern here, but I lean chiefs.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. I think that's fair. Uh, the Ra- the Raiders' real chances they they need to control clock. They need to have a similar game plan to the Patriots last week. Where, God, the Patriots had some great drives last week where they had the ball for six seven minutes, completely kept Mahomes off the field. And if it wasn't for Hoyer being so pathetic, I mean, he had two crucial red zone errors. There was a poor pick six from Jared Stidham. Patriots Patriots were live to win that game last week. Um, so, I mean, the Chiefs kind of walk through that game, but I'm kind of expecting a similar sleepwalk um, through this game. I think they're expecting to just roll over the Raiders like they always have, which they probably will, but I still think it's too many points. Oh, and they have fans, 16,000 fans. Okay.
0: okay. I think that's price under the line because the Chiefs have had fans fans now. Um, yeah. And honestly, they have seem to have a nice home field advantage. Um, Chiefs were at home on Monday night, right?
1: Yeah, they were. Okay.
0: Um, so, no travel. Um, okay. One thing – this is – so, the Broncos at Patriots game isn't on the board right now. I, th- I think it's been at 11 mostly. Uh, do you guys have any opinions on that?
2: I haven't looked into it all. The only thing I know is Drew Locke has been practicing, throwing passes the last two days. So, I'm expecting him to be back for this week's game. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I have a little Patriots. I think people. I'm going to look it up right now. I'm going to keep talking, but um, I think the Patriots are definitely worth a Super Bowl bet. The last time I looked, they were 35 to one, and they're still 35 to one. For the way they looked on the road against the Patriots, I think they looked fantastic. Chief Cam Chiefs. Newton has shown that he is still an elite quarterback, I think. He's been making good decisions. I There are a couple of times where I'm like, eh, there's that old, or that he, where he looks like he's still kind of hurt with like really bad throws. But what he does for the offense is crazy. Like he's such a a, a huge like red zone weapon that he just makes the offense. And also, he's doing this with I, weapons that I don't think are that good.
2: And- They got a trade for a receiver. <laughs> Yeah. Edelman looked washed last game, even though yeah, he's yeah. had some good weeks, but he was really Although, bad last week. He was falling against the Seahawks. Yeah, he was. Although that's the Seahawks,
0: their is trash. But um, one more thing I'd like to add is how unlucky is it that the Patriots have their two best players test positive for uh, coronavirus? Clearly, probably the only that obviously is the quarterback, but Probably, I'd say the only position player on their team who is worth points to the spread, and then their star quarterback. That is brutal. And I just think 100. that shows how good Bill Belichick is.
2: I'm confused. Who you're talking about who? It's Cam and who?
0: Gilmore You tested possible. Oh yeah,
2: you're right. You're right. Oh man, that yeah, that's pretty big. So Cam getmore didn't even play against the Chiefs. No, he did. Okay. He did. Oh yeah, because he shook Mahomes' hand after the game. You're right.
1: Yeah, but to be fair, they're due for about. 85 more positive COVID tests make up for all the luck they've had the last 20 years.
2: Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. It's, okay. it's lucky in itself that no one else got it. I mean, I'm. Yeah. I mean, it just wiped through the Titans locker room. How did more guys not get it on the Pats?
1: Yeah. Oh, I, no. That's
2: a good and, question.
0: And the, the like, are, are we sh- oh, no, because Cam's wasn't a false positive. It was the Saints one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Is Cam going to play this week? That's why it's still not on the line. No one knows. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That and Lock. there's just two, two big question marks. I can't mm-hmm. throw out the line. All right. Well, we're talking about a game that isn't even bettable right now. So let's yep. move on. Uh, Rams
0: yeah. traveling to Washington to take on the football team. So, wow, this line has been jumping around. Right now I'm looking at bet online at Rams minus eight and a half plus 110. Mm. Uh Washington is a plus 285 home dog in the total city, at 46 and a half. My main question for the Rams is, will they be up for this game? Uh, what do you guys think about it?
2: Take it away, James. Um, I don't think so.
1: I think they're going to sleepwalk through this. It's, they've had a really interesting schedule. This is their third time now in five weeks going to the East Coast. In both their first two times going, they fared pretty well. You can argue they probably should have won that game at Buffalo, and McVeigh has been really good straight up and against the spread uh, in East Coast kicks. But my concern here is after seeing what I saw against the Giants last week where the Rams just looked so vanilla and just, like, complacent to win that game, be up one, even like the last possession, like you could just tell they were relying on their defense. It was I, I'm not sure what to think here. I, I would actually kind of lean to the Redskins here. If they football had team. Haskins – what's that? Football, football team. team. Sorry. Football team. I would lean to the football team if they had Haskins, but I'm looking more at the total here. I like this under. I don't I don't think the football team is going to be able to move, move the f- football. And I think the Rams are just going to sleepwalk through this game. You mentioned already they play the Niners next week. That is a huge game. Uh, I think they're going to hide some stuff. I picture this being like this – a, a mix of the Rams game last week, in that when the Niners went to Washington last year and won nine nothing, somewhere like that, maybe a little more points, but I think this can be a pretty low scoring game. I, if I had to take a side, I'd lean to the football team, but the under is my play here.
2: I like it. Well, I don't know. I like the under the most. I don't. I don't really know what to think about the side. Uh, I don't, I just don't know. Is Kyle Allen an upgrade over Dwayne Haskins? It's, probably, I don't think so. It's, it's like, it's probably close to a toss up. It's just funny that they benched Haskins after last game. I mean, he played pretty well against the Ravens. I don't yeah. really know what else they could have asked for out of, out of him. Um, Allen makes more mistakes than Haskins too, which especially and he, a lot of fumbles too. He has the smallest hands in the league. Um, so that, that scares me a little bit when betting an under, um, also, Rams actually have the second most efficient offense in the league and the seventh best rush attack. And Washington does have a good pass defense, but they actually rank 23rd in rush D. So I think the Rams should be able to establish the run. Um, but as you mentioned, I I just can't pick the Rams because of their, their travel schedule. I mean, playing at Philly to at Buffalo, then coming all the way back to the West Coast for New York, and then now going all the way back East Coast to Washington, it's just a lot of travel. And you got to wonder how tired they are. Um, and then I'm also just wondering, like, how good are the Rams? I mean, they, they looked like, they looked awful against the Giants. They looked awful for almost three quarters against the Bills. Um, they beat a bad Eagles team and an overrated Cowboys team. Um, I, I don't really know if the Rams are that good. I mean, they came – we came into the – at least I did. I came into the season not being that high in the Rams. Um, and after the first two weeks, uh, I was thinking, you know, maybe I, I'm wrong. But maybe I wasn't. Maybe the Rams aren't that good um chase young may be back this week that'll be big uh, to give him pressure um i don't really want to want a piece of this game i think i'd rather just eye it out and just see how good the rams actually are um i kind of lean washington uh, i just think it's a lot of points but it's t- t- tough tough to trust kyle allen or alex smith for that matter he's now the second string over Dwayne haskins brutal i
0: gosh dang i hope he doesn't play every every time his name gets up i just like see him like limping around in his driveway after like he was supposedly cleared for football, for football playing. Anyways. um, So I was high on the Rams coming into the year, but I do understand your argument. That's their, their wins don't look fantastic. Granted, they did have a uh, a really good second half against the bills, but they had a stinker in the first half. Um, I, I think that after last week, I think their offense is going to be okay. Um, they I like they did just enough to win. I it's hard to, I think it's hard to get juiced up for the Giants, but I think a little mental fatigue is setting in with all the travel, mm-hmm. and I think we might see it again here. Um, and uh, I think the Rams will win pretty easy. I lean the I lean the Rams. Um, and then and there's also a look ahead for the for the next week for the Niners Sunday Night Football, but uh oh very curious to see how they come out this week. Is Chase Young
2: playing? He should be. Oh,
1: yeah. Another little tidbit, too. There's going to be scattered showers on Sunday and, like, 10-mile-per-hour winds. So
2: maybe that helps the total. Yeah. I'm seeing 12% chance. But, yeah, I guess that's big. Chance. Ooh.
0: A little Adam Schefter bomb. Lamar Jackson missed practice today due to a stomach ache and a knee injury. But neither – still expected to play. There okay. you
2: go. Chapter cool bomb. Can we go on to the, let's do the Ravens game now? Uh, let's now that we, that's sure. a good segue. Why not? Let's do it. Um, it's actually off the board it's right not now. Not on the board. Yeah, because it's because yeah, of, yeah, of this injury.
0: Sucks. Uh,
2: oh, yeah, it's because um, of this injury.
0: there have been lines though. If he plays, it'll be Ravens probably minus thirteen and a half, minus fourteen. Um, I, I just kind of want to take the Ravens. It seems like a game where they win by thirty. Um, it's, I think the Bengals, I mean, they play the Jags. I'm on the Jags this week, but I mean, it's not like there was a battle two Titans last week, you know, um, it looked like Mike, uh, Mike Daniels did, or was it Mike Daniels or Geno Atkins who came back?
2: Geno Atkins. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Mike Daniels came back.
0: It it definitely looked like he uh, he mattered to the defense. They looked like they were playing with a little extra boost. Um, but I I think everyone's very quietly sleeping on the Ravens at the moment. Um, I think that their offense is way better than what we've saw, seen the last two weeks. And I think this – and this is the perfect – this is the Ravens formula. You play a bad team and you win by 30. And I think they would have if Lamar closed that game. Because did he get hurt? Um like, See, he gets a little shaking up against the Redskins? That's, I guess the football team?
2: That's what I kind of want to talk about, because it's now starting to make me think that this knee injury could be a little bit more than we think. Um, I found it a little odd that took him out in that game. I also found it odd that I had the rushing props in that game. He had a 55-yard run and then still didn't hit his over because they refused to run him the football. So I'm assuming that knee hurt pretty early on in the game, and that kind of makes me think that, if he does play this week, which I think he will, I'm expecting a not to, he won't be running. I think that it's going to be a different offense, more in the pocket, more Mark Ingram usage. Um, and that makes me like the Bengals. Um, looking at this Ravens uh, injury report, they've got a lot of guys who aren't practicing. Um, the Bengals offense uh, we've seen is kind of frisky they put up points they put up 33 last week against the Jags they fight to the to the last whistle so in a game in a spread where you're down where you're cover, where you're 14 point underdogs you can easily backdoor um my biggest fear is just the Ravens blitz ability and how bad this Bengals O-line is uh they should be able to get a lot of pressure on Burrow Um, but I just think it's too many points I'm actually on the Bengals side um I'm actually considering liking this more now with Lamar missing practice again I I just find that a little bit strange that he's mispracticed two two times, wasn't, got benched last week, and wasn't running the football. I just think it's going to be a different offense from the Ravens, and I expect them to kind of just sleepwalk. Now, I wouldn't say sleepwalk through this game, but try to just finish this game unscathed and not really go for margin just get the win.
1: I lean more with Chaz here. I think that the Bengals, they're 3-1 against the spread right now, but I just don't think they're very good. And I think the public's still a little low on uh, the Ravens. Everyone remembers what happened against the Chiefs. And then I think a lot, like if you were betting Sunday morning, I actually got the Ravens minus 14 and a half. So they might have a little sour taste in their mouths after that. I, I think, I don't know what the Ravens' motivation is here. I think they win this game. Margin, I, I'm not sure. If they really wanted to when Lamar was healthy, I actually would probably like the Ravens here. But this is just nothing for me.
0: Yeah. Um, I talk myself into the Bengals, I by the way. Bet any real money on this. I think I might.
2: Really? <laughs> I think I like
0: the Bengals. I, the one thing I would look at is Lamar Jackson passing yards, but. I might even just go they more. They won't be in, like, a good game script for that, so no, I can't bet that.
2: I would rather do Mark Ingram or J.K. Dobbins rush yards.
0: Ooh, that's a good call. J.K. Dobbins touchdown, you could probably get a two-to-one
2: on that. Mm-hmm. Maybe higher. I like that. I just let's look at this. Just to relook at this Bengal schedule, um, I don't. Are they better than we think they are? I mean, you guys just threw a lot of cold water on them. If it wasn't for their horrible offensive line, I guess they got a pretty bad defense too. Their um, defense is not good. Yeah, it's it's pretty. But like they they fought hard in, in that Browns game, and just scoring quite no, a few points. No, they they backdoored. Like yeah, that's was, true. That was that was a very just, competitive game. Had, I just like broke
1: business covering that game. That was yeah, a two
0: they,
1: entire second half. So, they had like
0: a, a pick in the red zone and then like a seven minute sixteen play drive that was propped afloat by like three third down penalties.
1: Yeah.
2: And they were five for five on fourth down conversions. Yeah, yeah. I'm well aware I have the Browns as my pick that week. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: I, I got it. I was cold water. Just didn't need that reminder. I'm just telling you the Bengals are gonna cover this game. And you know oh. what? You have your fucking Jets prediction. Bengals win. <laughs> hey, wow. i'll say it put on the pod wow. they win. <laughs> get the hell out of here all right here's if another need- take lamar doesn't play i don't think lamar plays in this game interesting
1: well i mean if, then i would i would probably like half because rg3 is not very good
0: Damn, Haven't so. even trace mcsorley, trace McSorley say, <laughs> oh
2: my god he's the dog I, I don't Does know everyone like Trace McSorley? Dude, it's ridiculous. There's a whole TikTok community where about a song for Trace McSorley, and I don't know why. It's, I guess it's the Penn State thing, but God, they, it's so annoying. Joe Pond. What?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I think you we get like
0: better Wi-Fi. Gosh dang!
1: I said Joe Paw
2: knew. You said. Oh. The- <laughs> All right, I think we've said enough. I got <laughs> my takes on after that. <laughs> Go Bengals.
0: Uh, already talked about Jags at Texans. Let's move down. To, oh, we're going to New York where the Cardinals are, are taking on the Jets. Jets are getting seven points at home plus 280 on the money line, and the total is sitting at 47. Uh, I'll start. I like the Cardinals this week. And why do you ask? Because the Jets are horrible. Their their O line trash, Cardinals. I th- what I think is probably the best part of their defense is their D line. So Chandler Jones is gonna have a field day. Is either Joe Flacco or James Morgan is starting? Just for some reason, James Morgan has like positive buzz around him, uh-huh. and, and he was at like FIU or Bowling Green. Actually, I think it was at both. I think he he transferred to one of them. But uh, I listen, I. I'm like a I love college football and I will confidently say that I never watched James Morgan play. I, the most I did was probably follow him on Game Center once or twice. And um you know, what? he'd never left an impre- a good impression on me and Joe Flacco was broken and I think he's going to have a tough time. He's been dealing with back and neck issues. Moving on to the Cardinals, I actually think the Cardinals are overrated, but I I don't see why this should just be a touchdown. It didn't move after It it was announced that Sam Darnold wasn't playing, which that made no sense to me. I would think that Sam – I'm not super high on Sam Darnold or anything, but I think he's way better than the other options. Case has once again shown an an inability to to be a good head coach, and I think the Cardinals figure it out on offense, and this is just primed – this is primed for a huge Kyler Murray performance this week.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I this I think this is one of my likes. I don't like it that much. I think for the Super Contest, we got it six and a half. We did. I really like that. Yeah. I, it's seven and a half now from what I'm seeing. I think the Cardinals could be a good tease. I'd I'd be shocked if they lose this game. Uh, I think they're going to be able to do whatever they want against that Jet defense. I mean, we just saw it rip and absolutely shred that defense, 37 points. So, the Jets are broken. At some point, Gase has got to go. At some point they have to cover, but I don't think it's this week. Maybe when it gets – when we start seeing double digits.
2: Um, well, no one hates the Jets and has been talking more poorly about them than me this year. And I actually kind of lean the Jets. Um, I'm just not impressed with this Cardinals offense. Um, they put up like 270 yards last week, uh, and it was not very good against the Lions either. They had three turnovers in that game. Um the the plus for the Cardinals is they're getting healthier. Buda Baker sh- uh, should be back. Uh, I still don't like that Chris Banjo is uh, on didn't didn't practice. Pactor is limited, so they're getting their secondary a little bit a little a little more healthier. Um, but this is now looking at back to back for the Cardinals. Uh, they just closed minus three versus the Panthers, and now we're looking at minus seven. Jets are bad, but I don't know if it's a four point difference, uh, especially because the Cardinals have to take some sort of downgrade. Um, I think Flacco is a downgrade from Darnold, and especially with the Cardinals' D-line. Uh, he takes he has no run ability um, to get out of the pocket, so he, Darnold would have been a much better fit in this game. Um, but that being said, I, I can't take the Jets. I want absolutely zero part of this game. Um, I'm, I, I see the points in the Cardinals. I like the six-and-a-half points. Um, just they haven't done enough to impress me. It's not the best spot for them, but it is a get-right game. Um, Le'Veon Bell should be back this week, but I don't know if that's worth anything. Um, I'm going to pass on it. Uh, what's our total? 47. Yeah, I'm passing on everything.
0: <laughs> Another do not practice for uh, or did not practice for Mikai Becton, which he's their only good offensive lineman. So yeah, so I'm good. Did I'm you watch?
2: Favorite. Did you watch that game? Becton was their emergency uh, offensive lineman against on Thursday night against the Broncos. No way. And their offensive line, they had a guy get hurt in the first quarter. I believe it was the first possession. So, Becton immediately comes in and got re-injured. Uh, so, it's that—it's sh- such a shit show on that team. It literally, has been a, really good, too. Yeah, he is. He's definitely their best offensive lineman. But he can't stay healthy because they have him on the emergency squad and they have him in in the first quarter. I can't believe Gase is still here. He should have been fired last week. Gase is not going to get fired. He this should season. Have been fired last year. Yeah, I think – honestly, I think he's going to make it throughout the year because if they didn't do it last week, I guess they could do it before a bye week. Um, I hate the Jets. I really do. And yeah. it, and it's going against everything I've said the last couple weeks where it's just how much money I've made betting against the Jets. Um, I don't have the balls to do it this week. I don't have the balls to take the Cardinals. But I do love that six-and-a-half number that we got.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, know. Yeah. Like – and I feel like I didn't spend too long talking about it, but I just think it's really simple. Like I, I want no part of the Jets to the point where I would just want to bet against them every week. And mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know, it's too way too much, just incompetence over there, especially when they're missing. They're probably what their two best players. I don't know. But yeah, let's yeah. move on. I'm tired of talking about a horrible team like them. Uh, this one has interested me throughout the week. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Pittsburgh so right down the road. Steelers are seven-point favorites. Eagles plus 265 on the money line, and the total is sitting at 44. Um, I'm kind of passing this. I lean, I lean e- Steelers, I guess. I don't know. I'll, sure, I'll lean Steelers. I just chose right now. Very quick. I, just, I think the Eagles defense has been really good. But I don't see how they score enough against the Seahawks defense that's been just so suffocating. And um, I was very happy the Eagles won. I had an Eagles money line bet on them. But I also don't want to overreact to Sunday night just because the Niners were so banged up. So uh, I won't bet any money on this. I'll just watch. In, or hopefully I see them a lot on red zone. I, I am kind of looking at this over. I feel like it's a little low. What but, uh, year is
2: this 2020 NFL season? We're looking at 44 points. I'd love the silver. That's such a low yeah. number. Yeah. That's my main play. Um, I like the Steelers though. Um, 49ers closed eight and a half point favorites last week. Now we're looking at seven with Steelers off a bye. How are the Steelers a point and a half worse than that banged up 49ers squad? I don't know. I understand that the Eagles get some sort of upgrade, but St- Steelers should be favored by at least nine, maybe 10 points in this game. They have a very strong pass rush and overall strong defense. Should be able to give the Eagles a lot of trouble. Um, that Philly O-line is still banged up, so I'm expecting uh, – and just when Wentz is under pressure, it's, he's a different quarterback. At the same time, he is getting some receivers back. Uh, our Sega Whiteside practiced. I think Deshaun could play, and I've heard rumors about Alshon, so that's pretty big for them. Um, but I'm just – I'm not impressed with this Philly, Philly team. I wasn't impressed with their, te- their win last week. Uh, they played a bad Nick Mullins, who he missed so many open throws. The Niners should have uh, won that game with ease. Um, the Eagles had 250 yards of offense. They were benefited with a fluky pick six. Um, once they're trailing in this game and relying on the pass, uh, this really opens up the Steelers to just blitz them and put pressure on Wentz. Um, and we've seen that's just when he's under under pressure, he's throwing up to either guys that are injured or guys that they found off the street. I mean, who the hell is Hightower and they got Greg Ward back there as a former quarterback. I mean, they have – their their playmakers are so banged up. And if they don't have Arcega Whiteside and Deshaun and Alshon back this week, it's going to be the same exact squad. I like the Steelers. I just don't think seven points is enough.
1: Yeah, I like the Eagles, and I think Austin and I are actually going to bet this. I'd, how do you want to lay seven with the Steelers? They're combined – comp- of the teams they beat, their combined record is 1-11, and that one win was the Broncos against the Jets. I think, I think the this <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> remarkable. I, th- I actually kind of lean the other way. I understand it's a low total, but if I like the Eagles, I don't think they're going to be able to move the ball. I think their defense is really good, and that'll play. I kind of see like a 2017 type of game here. 44 is low, so I'll just stay away. I already bet the Eagles. I like the Eagles a lot here. I don't think the Steelers can get the margin they need, and this will stay within possession for the
2: duration of the game. Is this an official bet? Yeah, it's, a, it's we're definitely betting yeah. this. I, All right. Yeah, uh, I just I, I disagree with you. I just don't think the Eagles – Eagles had a good defense last week. Don't get me wrong, they played pretty well against the Niners. Uh, I'm just still don't think they're that good of a defense. I mean, when we when they played the Rams against a real offense and real playmakers like they're going to face this week, uh, they put they allowed 37 points, and I expect that same exact thing to happen here. Uh, the Steelers off a of bye. They're going to have a fresh offense. They're going to – their weapons are healthy. They were actually banged up. You know, they're getting Deontay Johnson back this week. Um, uh, and the Eagles have still a, quite a big injury report. Um, I love it. We're betting it. Yep. Let's do it. All right. We already covered Dolphins
0: Niners. Ooh. This one, I feel like a couple of us like. New York Giants traveling to Dallas where there will be fans. Um Dallas Cowboys are nine and a half point favorites. That's at plus 100 right now at BetOnline. Uh, the Giants are plus 350 on the money line. And the total's at 54. My first reaction was I was kind of shocked. This total was like this low. For the Cow- I feel like the Cowboys should be getting the same treatment as the Seahawks do, um, which we'll get to later. I like the Cowboys. Uh, it's pretty simple. I think the Giants – Cannot score even against a bad defense. Um, they don't ru- they don't rush the passer well. Dak's can have all day long. And finally, the Cowboys have a great vertical offense, which the Rams I don't think they, they have a good vertical offense. And the reason why they held the Rams to so uh, to such a small point total is um, the the Giants are their defense is just set up to be better against shorter routes. And when Dak is throwing the ball downfield to CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Mari Cooper, even their tight end Schultz, he's looked good too. Mm-hmm. I just think that they'll be able to put up a bunch of points in a hurry. They're running the fastest pace. Um, and I, Zeke is going to go off, I, I bet, too. He's kind of due to have a really good game. Go Cowboys.
2: I like it. That's right, one of my five hard. likes. Dallas, uh, Dallas, anything under 10, I think is a great number for us. They're actually 15 and three against the spreads this 2016 against division opponents. Um, the reason why this total is so low is just because the giants have scored three touchdowns this year. Uh, so this is a real battle against weakness versus weakness with giants, offense and Cowboys defense. And I, I'm going to trust the Cowboys defense. Um, They're all of the talk in the media world, especially in Dallas was just how bad they are. If there was ever a game to have a max performance and a max effort. It's against a horrible Giants squad at home. Um, They're still down two corners, um, which isn't a good sign for us. Um, But eventually, turnover luck has to go in their favor. That's the really thing that's been killing their defense. They've just had countless fumbles in their own territory. Um, That just can't happen. It just puts their defense in such a bad position, and it gets them trailing in games. Same thing happened in Atlanta. Definitely happened in Cleveland last week. Um, Giant strength is stopping the run. Cowboys will be able to do whatever they want against this giant secondary. Um, My only fear for this game... Is it's the Jason Garrett revenge game. Um, this just, this honestly, it, like, who knows? Maybe he knows, he, he does, he did coach here, he knows this offense. Uh, maybe he puts together a pretty good game plan. But I just, I don't possibly see the Giants being able to keep up with the Cowboys. They, if the Cowboys are going to easily put up 30 in this game, um, I just don't, I don't think the Giants can put up 20 because I don't think the Giants can score three touchdowns. Um, so I like it. I like the Cowboys minus nine and a half. And I don't really have an opinion on the total just because I just can't trust the Giants' offense.
1: If you like the Cowboys here, do you kind of want to look at this first half? Because I think at some point they have to have a pretty big emphasis on coming out and scoring first so they can actually run their offense. Yeah. I don't want to lay nine and a half in a division a game. So I lean the other way here. But I feel like that could actually be a pretty decent angle. At some point they have to come out and actually hit someone in the mouth instead of it being the other way around.
0: Don't they? Yeah. Cowboys yeah. first half is fine at five and a half, so you're getting under six.
1: I like it. I like that. That's game. pretty big. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I have nothing in this game. I,
0: I actually really like that. Some, I mean, I'm pretty confident that's yeah. going to put up at least 17. I think that's pretty good bet.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I have nothing here. That would be the, like, I look Cowboys first half, that's it. Nothing on the total side for me here.
0: All right. Um this is the. I think this is going to be the best game of the of the ten of the ten o'clock and one o'clock games. Um, Colts going to the Browns. Browns are getting a point at home. It's about even on the money line, um, and the total's at forty six and a half. My only open opener bet was on the under at forty seven and a half. I'm pretty happy about right now. Um, and I, last week watching the Colts, I was thinking to myself, I was going to go, oh, man, I'm excited that the Browns went off today. No, they had some good fumble luck. Hopefully we can get the Colts out of pick. So I missed the pick. You know, I was a little bummed. I was like, eh, that's fine. You know, I, I just won't bet it. Um, and then as the week has gone on, I've slowly gone more. I've just liked the Browns more and more. And – It all comes down to the fact that I just think the Browns defense is undervalued. We've, we were just talking about how the Bengals had a a kind of a little bit of a mirage performance against them uh, offensively. Cleveland has one of the, uh, has a top 10 rush defense, which I think will be huge here. And I think that their passing defense stats are a little uh, inflated. I think it's so, I think it undervalues them just due to garbage time. I th- on offense I think that they have their offensive line is one of the best which is why their run game is so good and I'll I'll admit the, the Colts defense has been incredible which is why I like the under but I I like the Browns just because rivers he doesn't extend the field and it's not the receivers are not great and I don't know I, I just don't think the Colts will have a super easy time moving the ball Um And just to go on uh, one more point about the under, it's an elite defense going against an offense that loves to run, run the ball. So the clock will be running when the Browns have the ball. And a defense I think is a little undervalued going against a short passing offense. And it also happens that the Colts also like running the ball. And they also love kicking field goals in the red zone. And I think the clock will be running. And I just think more of the same sort of red zone stalling for the Colts.
1: Yeah, I, I also like the Browns here for all the reasons you stated. I like it a lot because Phillip Rivers doesn't have the weapons that we've seen like the Cowboys, Ravens, and even to the Bengals it's, uh, to some extent. And he doesn't have those weapons, so I don't think they're going to be able to push the ball downfield. And the Browns, like you said, have a good run defense. They'll be able to – and I really like what I've been seeing with out of Cleveland. Only, like if you take out that week one performance, they've been dominating teams. I think it's disrespectful here to have them as a point-and-a-half dogs, and I absolutely love the Browns as a leg and a teaser here. I I don't see the Colts getting margin if they do win this game. So it's, I might play the Browns straight, or I'm going to tease them. I haven't decided yet.
2: I've gone back and forth on this all week. I you, I've, At first, I was with the Colts. I was the same, same boat as you, but once I saw the Darius Leonard injury, Anthony Costanzo being hurt. Those are significant injuries for the for the Colts. Um, that being said, I don't think the Colts the Colts should not be favored by the same amount as they were last week against the Bears. Uh, I guess it's a little less now because um, the Browns are definitely an upgrade over the Bears. Um, this is a back to back roadies for them. Browns. Add to mention your point for Chaz for about their defense. I mean the Brown. Dak threw for 500 passing yards last week, but the Browns gave up 308 yards after they were up 24 points. So, so much of it was in garbage time that those stats are so inflated. Um, I'd argue that the Nick Chubb injury isn't as big um, when you have Hunt. Um, Chubb actually ranks as the 30th most efficient runner, but he's so good because he's number one in explosive runs. Um, But Hunt ranks fifth in efficiency and number two in explosive runs. So it's quite the backup to have. Um, the one fear is that he is on the injury report and he missed a lot of the second half last week because of a groin injury. I don't know if that was because of game script, cause they were up. Um, but if hunt is banged up with a groin injury, which is lingering, he did have that injury last year as well. Um, then it, I, it is a different offense for sure. Especially when you're relying on Baker, um, against the Colts defense that plays a lot of cover too. Um, they force the ball, the, everything in front of them, which for a guy like Baker who likes, to, uh, throwing in his own, isn't always his favorite thing. Um, he can definitely make uh, make his mistakes. I have uh, Bengals interception in my mind right now as I say that. Um, David Njoku should be back this week. I think that's really big for him. Um, but I, I just – I really can't – I can't decide because I, I love this Colts defense. I love this Colts offensive line. I think they have a, – that's a great uh, negator to the great pass rush of the Browns. Um, I don't like how many points the Colts are leaving on the field. They just have such poor red zone efficiency right now. They're not putting up touchdowns or kicking too many field goals. Um, They actually rank for starting field position, the best in the league. Uh, They're ranking at the third. They start every position at the 35 yard line possession on the average, Um, but they actually rank 24th in average points per possession. Um, So they're clearly not scoring enough. Um, I would lean the Browns just because um, they just how good their offense has been in these past couple weeks. But at the same time, Jarvis Landry throwing passes to OBJ, OBJ jet sweeps for a 45-yard touchdown are not plays that are going to work against a much better Colts defense. Um, So I have no real opinion on it, but I lean the Browns. I'm sorry.
0: I'm a little distracted right now. So a friend of mine up here, uh, he has like a local book that he's a part of, and right now it's offering Seahawks plus 10 at minus 110. Yeah, you got to get that. What? Yeah, I, I am.
2: <laughs> what the hell? What the hell?
1: <laughs> Wait, Seahawks,
2: Seahawks plus 10? Plus 10. Just doesn't make any sense. No. That's 17 points.
1: Can we, can we get that in our super contest? <laughs> <laughs> Holy bo- – oh, oh, I'm stunned.
0: So, Brown's cool. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
2: I guess so. That was it for Browns Colts. Yeah, that's it for Browns
0: Colts. I, I, I mean, oh no! I I'm very interested, very interested to see how this game goes. Um. I, 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 I'm, do you guys think we'll see under aggression this week?
1: I well, there has to be some. Like, the <laughs> over is hitting it in an absolutely absurd clip right now, and these numbers just keep. Well, ways, but right? I don't know. I, I still think the yeah, I still th- don't think they're high enough. But uh, there's a few games I lean to the under more than the over. So maybe.
2: Yeah, not yet. Um, I'm, waiting. I'm waiting another week. Although we are getting more divisional opponents. I mean, I I did lean the under for Raiders Chiefs. Um, and I guess I lean the under for Giants Cowboys as well. But I'm not actually going to bet an under where the Cowboys are playing.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, absolutely. Definitely uh, not. They could uh, – <laughs>
1: They could clear 54 on their own. How did the biggest mystery to me this NFL season is how the Cowboys Rams game did not go over. That's I still can't believe it.
2: Well, they it's because I mean, that's the reason why I liked the Browns last week that I was because I the Rams just controlled so much possession and with the run game, they just kept Dallas off the field. The only difference last week was the Cowboys couldn't stop the Browns at all. And every time they did have the ball, they turned the ball over. Um, so when the Cowboys aren't turning the ball yeah. over, their total stay under, but it's these turnovers that are just killing them. And I don't know if we mentioned uh, Cowboys have 21,000 fans this week. And then the Browns left oh, wow. 12,000. Pretty good amounts. Yeah. All right. And then Steelers with seven and a half. Oh, okay. That's new. Whoa. Broncos pass just got moved.
1: It's a Monday, but, right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that.
0: I didn't I say something Ooh. about it. I didn't realize I was gonna have yeah, Bill. Bill and Robert Kraft pulling their strings. Full no. week rest for the Pats. And then Titans Bills is being moved to Tuesday at six. That'll be fun. Oh, let's go! <laughs> Hell yeah! We're getting football. That's <laughs> let's dope. go. Thursday through Tuesday football. I'm oh, in. Okay. I think that means that instead of Thursday, it's gonna be Bills Chiefs Saturday too. That's what I heard. Yeah. That's cool. I, I, Why well, I think they should just throw that on Sunday.
1: Yeah, I do too. And flex another game to Thursday. But that's pretty tough to do right now.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like that's unfair to the team's going on going Thursday. Yeah. But I, I'm, NFL Saturday football is always good. I don't think next Saturday's college card will be as good either. Um, but let's head to Sunday night. The Vikings traveling to Seattle. Vikings getting seven on the road, plus 260 on the money line. In total, sitting at 56 and a half. Um, James, tell me where you lean here, or like you like the Vikings, right?
1: I do like the Vikings. I think at a certain point the Seahawks have become overvalued, and I thought this last week. But I think they're really fortunate last week to win that game by eight. A lot of field goals forced in the in the uh, red zone, and they've they've given up so many chunk plays. Like if Kirk Cousins can, if they can establish the run, I think Kirk Cousins can actually do his thing. And get him enough points. I also kind of lean to this over, which is counterintuitive to a decent-sized dog in the under. But I think the Vikings will be able to move the ball. Uh, Zimmer and Pete Carroll have actually had a pretty interesting history. Pete Carroll's won all five matchups, but three out of five have been five points or less. So I, I think it'll be a pretty close game. I think the Vikings will be able to stay in it. And I just don't want to be laying seven here. Give me the Vikings.
2: I like it. I'm also on the Viking side. Seahawks have faced the six worst offenses so far this season, um, yet they're allowing their opponents to average their highest yards per play in every game against them. They forced one punt last week, and they got fortunate with Miami settling for five field goals. With Jefferson emerging and Dalvin looking elite, uh, this offense really has potential if Kirk is hitting throws. Um, my biggest fear in this game is just going against Wilson again, like we did last week. Um, and then afraid of Kirk in primetime. But I think that's kind of a a bad narrative at this point, Um, especially with last year. uh, The Vikings had a great game against Dallas on Sunday night football. Um, It's going to come down to can the Vikings keep up because this Minnesota defense is pretty weak. Um, I just don't see the secondary being able to stop Seattle. But as I mentioned before, I just don't think Seattle's defense is any good. So I think the Vikings will be able to score. Um, Seahawks have kicked two field goals so far this season they're scoring TDs at an unsustainable rate and they're only covering their games by a small margin they're due for a lot of regression and then one more thing which I looked up before this 27 Seahawks have 27 players on their injured report injury report this week they are banged up and we saw this last week against Miami they had a, a I think it was also like 25 um they're hurt and they're limping through games and whenever you can get a, a good pet against a favorite of seven points who has 27 people on their injury report, you got to take the opportunity. So I'm taking the Vikings. I like, I think this is too many points. wish we could have got seven and a half, but I think seven is a great number too.
1: Oh yeah. I, I bet at seven and a half. Forgot to include that. Ah, Sharp guy. Beast.
0: Um, I, so I lean, I lean with Seattle. Uh, this total is in, insanely high. Of course. I just, the Seahawks are going to have no issue scoring. I do understand the uh, red zone. Uh, they kind of do for uh, regression. But they, they have, like, the perfect complement of red zone receivers for Russell Wilson. Tyler Lockett is tiny, and he's arguably better than DK Metcalf at catching fades, which is kind of insane to me. But then they also have DK Metcalf catching fades. So, like, I feel like it, it – they're just going to be a normally a high red zone efficiency team. Um, I think that Jamal Adams being out is hurt or it hurts, but I think he matters more in the run game, where they're already pretty solid. It's the Seahawks' D line is just horrible. So Kirk Cousins will have time to throw. There's not going to be fans there, so prime so prime time Kirk Cousins what, isn't a fade for me. Um, but I don't oh know. It's just – well, I think the Vikings will be able to score. I just think the Seahawks will be able to score more. But I can see the Seahawks winning by like 10, 14.
2: I like it. Well, I don't really like it because I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what awesome. Austin.
0: <laughs> but what do what would we have on that super contest? That's uh, seven. I don't know. I – I'd be willing to take that. We can figure that out later. That um, yep. maybe on Monday night, the Los Angeles Chargers are taking on the New Orleans Saints. Game will be played in New Orleans. Saints are seven and a half point favorites. Chargers are three to one on the money line. Total is sitting at fifty. I I like the Saints in this game. They continue to improve and get healthier. That was a great performance against the Lions. Granted, it was against the Lions. Um, it's looking like Michael Thomas is going to play. Uh, they're getting healthier on the O line, and it's looking like their secondary is getting healthier. I think Justin Herbert looks fantastic. He's had some beautiful deep uh, deep balls against Tampa Bay, but I think the Chargers' defense looks pretty pretty bad. Um, I think the Saints are going to be able to move the ball really easily, and um, I th- with no Austin Eckler, I think that was that was that's Herbert's. Kind of safety net, and once Eckler left the game, uh, he had he had to rely on those deep balls to uh, create offense. And it's uh, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen played last week, right? He did. And Mike Williams did not, because Mike Williams Williams coming back.
2: No injuries are on the report, so I couldn't tell you.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, it's Monday night. Um, yeah. Uh. If Mike Williams is back, I do want to look at the over because Mike Williams is fantastic on deep balls. But, um, yeah, like Saints, looking at the over.
2: I came into this to this game liking the Saints. Um, I The Chargers are coming in injured. They're coming off back-to-back cross-country travels, which I'm pretty sure they went home. They didn't stay in Tampa Bay. I don't know. If, you guys probably don't know. But if assuming they came back to Los Angeles, that's – back to back cross country travels. It's pretty big for them. Um, uh, not to mention there's, I guess that's a different point, but there's a hurricane in the air, hurricane Delta. This game could be moved to Indianapolis. Um, that's the biggest rumor out right now. Uh, doesn't help, doesn't help the chargers. Uh, but I guess that actually affects the saints more that, that yeah. this, especially living through a hurricane, you're probably just messes up the game plan of a week. Um, but now that, I'm, uh, that actually plays into me liking the Chargers a little bit more. I've been impressed with Herbert quite a bit. Uh, how he played great against Tampa Bay last week. If it wasn't for uh, turnover in the first half, they were up 24-7. to If they didn't fumble a snap or give it – I think it was Justin Jackson who fumbled uh, to make it 24-14 at half, that, that made it a totally different ball game, especially with Tampa starting in the second half. Um, and then here's an interesting stat I just looked up. Uh, so since last season, in the last 20 games for the Chargers, they've lost only twice by more than seven points. So in a game where you're getting seven and a half points on the spread, that's pretty, pretty significant. Chargers play teams awfully close, um, and the Saints are not exactly a team this season who are gaining mo- margin on their opponents. I like the Chargers. Um, I, I, I've, been, I've swayed um, from what I was at the beginning of the week. I'd like to see the injury report of the Chargers. Hopefully they're getting a little bit healthier. And I've heard Michael Thomas is not going to play. Um, I could be wrong, but I they have a bye next week. I don't see why they'd force Michael Thomas out there this week when they're seven-and-a-half point favorites when you can get an extra week of rest uh, following this week.
1: Yeah, I, I agree more with Austin here. I think I'm going to tease the Browns up to seven-and-a-half and the Saints down to one-and-a-half. But if the first leg hits, I might – bet the Chargers plus on the money line.
2: I've I been really live. impressed
1: with Herbert, like you said. I, We've been Chargers fans for too long, even though we're not now, to know <laughs> this is not man. But I think they can keep it close. I've been impressed with Herbert and just the Chargers overall. Like, with what they've dealt with so far, I think they've actually fared pretty well. Um, yeah, that's about all I got on this game. Not much for me.
0: That's Monday night. Um, anything to wrap up? Um,
1: we did... would, yeah, do you want to talk about the Bills Titans at all, or is there way too much unknown there?
0: I guess it's just announced that it's going
2: to be played Tuesday. Um, there's too much. There's just too much unknown because I don't know who's playing on Tennessee. I've yeah, heard that most of them are going to be out. I can't believe this game's going to happen. They sh- I thought yeah. they were just going to make him forfeit. Um, but hey, if you're going to make them play and make 10 guys sit out, maybe even more. It's a totally different game. I like the Bills. Too much controversy going with the Titans on right now. They haven't been practicing. Well, I guess they haven't been, well, have been practicing. They have Yeah. Well, they haven't been in their facility on the same routine. Uh, meanwhile, Bills have just been chilling at home, just waiting for the Titans. If this game happens, I love the Bills. Yeah, but you, it's going to be expensive, though, if it happens. Yeah.
0: That, uh, it just depends who's playing.
2: Spread. Yeah, I don't know. At Tennessee, it just depends who's playing for Tennessee. At Tennessee, I got Bills minus nine. I think that's way too much. Really? Because it it just depends on who's <laughs> playing for. I don't know who's out for Tennessee. It, I mean, the offense is still. Derrick Henry's going to be there. Tannehill's going to be there. I heard Corey I saw, Davis had COVID.
0: It looked like Jeffrey Simmons. So I think mean, he's probably the best defensive player. And then a couple of DBs, and um, Corey Davis, so like receiver. I think uh, an O lineman, starting O lineman. Oh no. If it's nine enough,
2: points, yeah, yeah, it it's to players, yeah. I'm taking Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee if it's nine unless, points. Yeah,
1: unless you have inside information on this game, I would wait until game day when the final injury report or COVID list comes out. That would just be my approach.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, once again, if you have listened this long, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, hopefully we're throwing out winners this Sunday. I. This feels like a 4 and one Sunday to me.
2: It does five and
0: zero. Oh. Five and now. Oh. Hey, that's I'm trying. Greedy. I'm trying to be realistic. I don't want to be greedy. <laughs> I'm
2: um, going to win, audience, that, audience. I'm like, gonna win. I'm I'm re, I'm snapping my streak. I've lost three in a row. I promise. If I don't, I'll apologize to you guys on the podcast next week. I really will.
0: James, it, it's like playing blackjack, and you, you're delta fifteen. And you, you come on, you don't ask for the six, you ask for the five, so you get the six. Anyway. Yeah,
1: that's actually. Better. That's the best yeah. metaphor I've ever heard.
0: Yeah. Um, anyways, thank you for listening. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Um, tweet at us, at the Sharp Side Pod. Check us out. Austin is going to have how to uh, be a better, better kind of article. Um, ooh, that should be the title. That is the title. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I looked over It's a lot of good stuff. Um, definitely uh, stuff to be aware of if you're wagering on games too. Um, Yeah. So that will be found at www.the-sharp-side.com. And yeah, once again, DM us with questions. I believe our DMs are open. If not, tweet at us. Um, Yeah. Anything to add, Austin?
2: Let's go win some money.
0: Let's win some money. For the Sharp Side Pod, it's been great breaking down NFL week five. Good luck this week, and I hope you win all of your bets, and let's go win some money.
2: So.